We stand in honor of the reading of the Holy Gospel this morning from John, the 20th chapter. This is almost at the very end of the Gospel. Jesus has died and has just appeared to Thomas. And the scripture says this at verse 30. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing, you may have life in his name. This is the word of the Lord. Please be seated and join me in singing a verse of I love to tell the story as our friends come forward. Brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I got some friends up here today. Good morning. It's good to be together today. One of the main things that we're doing today as a church is we're keeping a promise. We made a promise that when anyone is baptized in Bethlehem, that we would help them grow in their faith and we would place in their hands the Holy Scriptures. And so today we're celebrating that. But here's my hope for you, is that you would see that the journey of faith, particularly when it comes to reading the scriptures and and being a part of learning from the Bible, is that it's a lifelong journey. It's not just for one part of our life, it's for the whole of our lives. No matter how our life unfolds or whatever happens. And so today I invite some friends to be able to help share some stories um, along that way. It was interesting reading out of 2 Timothy this morning, right? How from childhood, from childhood, right? How from childhood you have known the sacred writings and that are able to instruct you from salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Well, some of us didn't grow up in church in the same ways that other people did, and that's okay too, which is why it seems that the Bible constantly is speaking to us in lots of different ways and in different places. And if there's one thing that really strikes me about what Scripture reminds us of is this word right here, covenant. Covenant. This is God's promise to us. So no matter what happens in our life, no matter how it unfolds, God's promise is for us in Christ. And that's what we continue to get to hear from the Bible. And so I brought my friends along today to just share some of their own experience. And maybe it might remind you of some of your own. 
So the first person I wanted to hear from today is Naomi. Naomi, you threw an amazing 100th birthday party. You know how to throw a party, lady. <laughs> it was seriously incredible. But Naomi, could you share, um, what was an early experience for you with the Bible? What was an early story that you remember? Yeah. Well, I remember years ago, a lot of years ago now, when I was a young girl, after the dinner was over with and the chores were finished outside, my dad and mother would come inside and it was getting dark, so my dad would light the kerosene lamp. We had no electricity in those days. And they would eagerly pick up the Scandinavian and Norwegian newspaper to read about stories from where they came from in Norway. So they'd sit there quietly. I'd go upstairs and get my box of treasures. My box wasn't very big because I didn't have many treasures in those days. Not like today when they have computers and puzzles and all these things. It would take a large box. But in my box, I had crayons, watercolors, maybe some dominoes, and some pieces of fabric that I was saving to hopefully make a peace quilt someday. But the most important thing I had in that box was my New Testament. And I would read that by the kerosene lamplight and try to memorize verses from that. Some of them I still remember today, but some of them I forget <laughs> my age. And then later, in confirmation, I received my very first Bible. That was so precious to me. I guess I was around 15 years old. used to ride horseback about four miles to go to Falmouth Church to read for the minister, as they used to call it. And uh, then later, my daughter gave me a beautiful Bible. And the only difference in the Bibles that I've had is this one has larger print, <laughs> <laughs> which I had to have for my failing eyesight. Not too bad today, though. So, and one good thing I know is that there's God's promise to us and it says that God loves us. Thank you. Thank you. Ken, what about for you? What was maybe an early impression that you had of Scripture that kind of stuck with you? Well, it was about seven years old and uh, had the opportunity to spend time with my grandmother. And we had Bible reading at home and church and all that. But when we went over, when I went over to her house and visited, she would always have time for a devotion and Bible study, complete with questions and explanations that uh, we were using the King James Version. And that seemed to be a little bit of a, a struggle as far as 
as I was concerned. And uh, <laughs> it helped a great deal to have that important explanation and translation in that particular time. But that served as a foundation for the rest of my life. And when my wife and I were married and we had children, that was one thing that carried right on through, was reading the Bible and discussing the parts of the Bible with them and carrying it on through. What we found out was that the uh, message of the, even though we may change, the message of the Bible does not. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, these two sitting on this side of you here, they've always grown up with some form of electronic version of the scripture, right? And it's amazing, though, because we have now a different way of experiencing the Bible, not just simply from printed, um, but interesting already. You had a parent, Naomi. You had a grandparent that was really, um, but what about for you two? Can we just pass the mics down this way? What about for you, Cole? What was, um, what was kind of an early impression that you had or experienced? Yeah, those are two amazing stories, by the way. Um, mine was, it goes back to my senior year of high school. I grew up in the church, um, but just kind of going through the motions. I didn't really understand and appreciate it and had lost my grandfather in the fall. And then later in the winter, my grandmother uh, just had a little short time to live and my extended family, which is huge, all fit into this little nursing home, and everybody had a hand on her in her literally her last moments. And as my uncle was reading a uh, passage out of the Bible, I was just kind of staring out into the sky, and for the first time it felt real. And then after that, instantly that happened on a Saturday, and that Sunday I met with my pastor right after church and just started asking questions and started digging into it. and. Oftentimes, think back to that night where, you know, now being being married and sitting right here in front of my friends and family that day, and it, it's just now real to me. What about for you, Sarah? Um, I grew up here in the church, and so I've been coming here a very long time. But the first time I really experienced the Bible in a new way was in a on a mission trip in sixth grade, and it was just amazing the way they were telling the stories. And just, it all felt different and real for the first time. Wow. And it's interesting for you, Sarah, because you've, you've kind of taken it as a high school student. Um, and how going from sixth grade now to the last two summers, you kind of did something unique and different uh, by going to Augsburg College in Minneapolis. Can you share just a little bit about what that was about? Um, yeah, Augsburg's Youth Theology Institute is a one-week program that um, you go on campus and you learn from these amazing theology professors and it was just getting to meet all these kids who looked at the world differently and all these people who were just seeing it in a different light. So even as a young person, like, you're able to look at scripture and now look at it even more deeply as a junior in, in high school as opposed to, you know, um, when you were in sixth grade. I mean, even just in that amount of time. You know, you, you've kind of deepened your own faith. Um, the words of Scripture have the power to change our lives. That's kind of what we're able to say together. Um, Naomi, what's been a verse for you? Has there been a verse or some word from Scripture that's always just kind of stuck out for you or 
I'd like to hear from each of you about that one. I think the very first verse I memorized was uh, John 3.16. For God so loved the world. I have it in my Bible here, and I always remember that. Absolutely. What about for you, Ken? I think the, the one that stuck with me the most was the Psalm 23. Lord is my shepherd, and that, that carries through a lot of things. Is there a particular image in the psalm that kind of continues to speak to you, or is it just, that, just the familiarity of those words? Well, the, besides the Lord is my shepherd, then the 51st psalm was creating me a clean heart, oh God. Mm-hmm. And that is also... They're all things to live by and, and yeah. learn. How about for you, Cole? Has there been uh, some words that have kind of guided you? Yep. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I had to print it off so I won't forget it in front of everybody. But <laughs> Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. This one for me, just uh, when I question it, you know, with all the tragedy going on in the world, there's something that happens to me personally. Looking back at this and knowing that you know, he, he's leading me and, and trust what's happening. My favorite verse is 1 Timothy 4.12, and it says, Let no one look down on you because you are young, but be an example to the believers. Hmm. And that really sticks with me as a younger person trying to live a good life. Absolutely. Wow. You know, it's funny, as I listen to their stories, and maybe you heard something too, there wasn't anything heroic about them. There was no special thing. It was just an attentiveness, a constant returning to the words of Scripture. And it's interesting, John 20 that we heard today in the Gospel, but these are written, and this is the Bible my church gave me, you know, the binding is still kind of hanging in there, October 9th, 1988. (laughs) That was a good year. (laughs) But they had chose Psalm 119. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a guide for my path. That was the verse that they had written in there. But to know that these words were written for a purpose, right? That we would have faith, that we'd have a living trust in Jesus. But look what's even highlighted beyond that. And that by believing, you may have what? Life. Is this not what God would want for us? Is that not what all of the scriptures are pointing to? Is that not why Jesus came and said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, that I am the vine and you are the branches, that I am with you always, even to the end of the age? Jesus constantly is giving us these promises. So simply we say today that scripture is a gift, just like it's been a gift in every age, in every stage of our lives, and that it can also be for you. And we pray that you might find a way to enter again into the story, no matter where you've been, if you haven't read the Bible in a long time, but that it might find a way into the story so that God can speak to you and speak to you into this coming week. So for that, we say thanks be to God, and thanks be to God for each and every one of you for getting up here and sharing a bit of your story in your life today. Appreciate you very much.